Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 241 of We Podcast, and we know things where we recap all of the week's nerdy news. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me is almost always the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matura. I know this isn't a sports podcast, but get your shit together, Philadelphia 76ers, lock it up! <laughs> Sixers and seven. Oh, I mean, seven. I mean that that fourth quarter they just fell apart. But hey, that, that it, second it, half they fell apart. If if we if we win Game Six, we got, we got the series. Because Game Seven's at home, so that's even better. But like, bro, two players made a field goal in the second half. That's a it, it's a joke. It hurt to watch. Yeah, it, it sure really did. did. And especially to have Allen Iverson in the building and Doctor J. That. It, it, it just hurt. Bro, they lost when Triple H rang the bell, and they lost when AI rang I know. in the house. <laughs> like, everyone stop ringing bells. Just play the game, please. Yeah, for real. I uh, I can start watching games around halftime when I'm basically, by the time I'm done all the stuff I need to do at night. Um, so I caught the entire second half, and it's literally the one part of the game I didn't want to watch. God, it was But hard. then the Phillies huh. saved us with a 2 nothing road win against the Dodgers that night. Eh, so. We got to take the W's when we can. For the people that are listening to this in like 2022, we're talking about June 17th. Well, really 16th, 2021. You're hearing this on June 18th or after. We got a really, really fun show for you tonight. And we're doing two just like we did two weeks ago. So you're also going to get a bonus episode tonight with us recapping all of E3. I took copious notes and it's a little obnoxious. Oh, I know you did. It's a little obnoxious, but we're going to cover Nintendo's conference. Uh, well, really, their direct Xbox's conference and then the other guys. And it's going to be a lot of fun. So stay tuned for that uh, bonus episode as we recap E3. Our predictions episode was the biggest episode we had in five months. So thank you, everybody who uh, listened to those predictions. I had the most predictions right I've ever had in the five years doing this show. So that is a good thing. Um, of course, this year was a little easier because they showed a lot of stuff we kind of knew about already. So yeah. I'll take that as a little bit of a win. But we got a big show for you tonight. Really excited for picks of the week. Trivia, six and a half for me, six for Sam and our race to 11 win by two. We're going to start in movies tonight. We've been starting in gaming so often with E3 season around, but now it is officially behind us. So we're going to get back to movies leading us off. We have the review for Luca, Aquaman 2's official title, some Mortal Kombat news, some more John Wick forecasting. Although we thought that movie was done filming, we got some more really cool it just, casting. It gets better and better. You thought Donnie Lee was cool. Wait, what, what, yeah, right. So what did I say? Wait, what? You said Donnie Lee. Yeah, What? what is it? Donnie Yen. Duh, my bad. You thought Donnie Yen was cool. <laughs> Wait till you find out who else has been cast in this movie. And when we go into TV, we got our first teaser trailer for Titans coming to HBO Max. And we got a release date for that as well. We got some Disney Plus news. Something about The Witcher and Castlevania on Netflix. Really excited for that. I'm sure Sam has already watched season four of, of Castlevania. Uh, and then Sam will take over in gaming where we got my favorite segment every month. One of Sam's favorite segments every month are NPD for the month of May. What games sold the best? And even though E3 was this week and that's where a lot of the news and stuff happened, there was some stuff that happened in the gaming world outside of E3. So we do have that covered. We'll some see if it's still a Nintendo takeover. So Yeah, and so we got – this is what? This is the first – nope, we got a Pokemon story. I was going to say this is the first gaming section with no Nintendo news in forever, but we do have a Pokemon story technically – 
it's it's a Pokemon second party, so I don't know. It's up to you. Uh, and then from there, Sam will do his CGC and TCG spotlight, and we'll get on out of here and get to recording our bonus episode because it's going to be a late night. Sam is coming over my house at 8.30 in the morning, by the way, and we're recording this at 8.30 at night, and we're recording two, and I have to edit and post both before we go move very heavy things in the morning at 8.30. So I'm really looking forward to being a fucking shell of myself this weekend. Ah, you're young. You got it. Sam, let's start where we customarily do with our picks of the week. I finally saw the Friends reunion. Hey! And I, again, I, I know people hate the show, and, and, and that's fine. Everyone has their own opinion, but back in the day, uh, this, I, I watched this, me and Mama Dukes, we watched this show back in the day a lot, you know, back in the day when I was younger, you know, the parents were separated, and, you know, this was like the one show that me and Mama Dukes kind of watched, and we got at the laugh at, and you know, Chandler and Joey, they were always my favorite. And just to see these guys kind of come back, revisit the old sets and, you know, they sat in their old chairs and the old apartment, they, you know, they play like a little game and read like, you know, lines to each other and showed like, you know, behind the scenes and kind of what was going on. And, and it, it was, it just kind of brought you back to like, brought me back to memory lane and just to kind of see them kind of, you know, it was James Gordon did the host. I don't he's okay. You know, he's a hit or miss for me. But, you know, they, they kind of did that in front of the, you know, the foul and had some of the conversation. And I don't know. And I, I, I guess people can calm down because we're, we're never going to get no other season. Like, this was it. This is they're never going to have like another reunion. You know, the creators were there. They had special appearances and they just kind of just talked about their memories and seeing each other. And I think this is only like the second time everyone's been in the room together since the, the very last episode of Friends. So they were like, well, you know, we, we, we have to hang out more. We can't just let this go again for all these years. And, you know, just to see the get kind of gang back together, I thought was cool. So if you have HBO match and you or HBO max and you watch friends back in the day, I definitely think friends, the reunion is worth the watch. I saw it too. And, uh, while friends was never my show, it's quickly becoming one of my shows because this reunion sparked us to, she's seen it a bunch of times, but this reunion sparked us to, this is what we go to bed at night with. We've, you know, we fall asleep to friends and it's just a really fun show. I've seen like 20, 30 episodes, but now we're rocking and rolling through. I so mean, hey, you've got 10 seasons, 236 episodes. And like the best part is like all the scenes they show, like I remember watching. I remember the lines. I remember the pivot line with the actual couch of them kind of in the apartment, you know, like the, the whole bit and hearing like a rumor like Schwimmer and Aniston had a thing and. You know, they show you behind the scenes footage where a hundred percent there was like definitely something going on between them. Like there was definitely going on things behind scenes, and you know they had kind of some fun with it. And I, again, I, I I still think this show holds up. I heard people say it doesn't. I mean, hey, if it's not for you, again, I feel like you're either a Friends guy or you're a, a Frasier or a Seinfeld. Like I feel you're you're like you're either one or the other. Like there's never both. But you know, again, it was only an hour and forty minutes. It, it's worth the watch. It's the age-old office versus Parks and Rec thing yeah, exactly. with there Seinfeld, Seinfeld and Friends. And I, I was not really into either. I'm slowly becoming into uh, into Friends. It's great. I mean, it's on HBO Max, so it's you know we have that available to us. So we're, we're rewatching it. It's a lot of fun. I'm enjoying it, especially those earlier seasons. It's it's a lot of fun. And you're absolutely right. There was some David Schwimmer and Jennifer Aniston, uh, uh, you know, stuff going on that they didn't. They th- when that question came up, it was so awkward to watch. I felt. So- Oh, you know, I felt bad after like you know reading about it. Like uh, when I watched, I was like, "Oh, Matthew Perry." He had like major like 
dental surgery like that morning they said like he was in so much pain doing like when he did the interview i was like oh that's probably why he looked a little i thought he looked like a little gone it was like he had major dental surgery like oh you know you know i always like because it was it's chandler bing he was always kind of loud and like during that he was kind of quiet you know it was just odd now it kind of makes sense why he was quiet yeah joey's a creep <laughs> well dude joey's dude joey's the man <laughs> and then do like them doing the table reads like when they found out first like they all found out like about uh rachel and yeah and ross like like dude like that was like whole, watching that it, it was just it, it was just such a good time while not my pick of the week i i am fully on board with sam and recommending that reunion even if you like me or a very casual watcher it's a really fun hour and 40 minutes so i definitely recommend it mine i'm going in the uh in the music realm for a band that's not new and how i've missed them for damn near a decade maybe even more than a decade. I don't know. I've never listened to them before this year, heard their name and this, that, and the other thing. And I want to do a little bit of an experiment here, Sam. I want you to think of, and you don't need to give me the answer. It's just in your head and everybody out there listening. That's a fan of this band. I want you to think of the best song by a day to remember. Just want you to think about it. You don't got to give me the answer. Just think about it. Sucks. There you go. So just think about that song. And for me on my end, I'm going to think about sticks and stones era, newfound glory. My favorite era of Newfound Glory. And I want you to take those two things and I want you to smash them together. And that is what you get with the band Chunk. No, Captain Chunk. Have you ever heard of this band? I've never heard of a band called Captain Chunk. No, no. Chunk. No, Captain Chunk. Uh, That is the band name. Like it's someone screams like Chunk and they're like, no, no, it's not Chunk. It's Captain Chunk. It's Chunk. No, Captain Chunk. That's the name of the band. Wow. And they've been around forever and they've been huge in the scene forever. And I believe they even opened for like some 41 and stuff. I cannot remember off the top of my head, but like I just never got into them because I was like, oh, that's kind of a throwaway band name for me. It's probably like a parody, this, that, and the other. They don't. And boy, howdy, was I wrong. They recently just dropped a few singles. One of these singles is called um, uh, Gone Are the Good Days. And so I said, you know what? It's five in the morning. It's YouTube. It's three minutes of my life. If I don't like it, I can just you know get on with my life. And oh my fucking god! Like they're I've since listened to their discography, and it's really good. But like this new chunk, no Captain Chunk is light years better than where they were a decade ago. And this song in particular, "Gone Are the Good Days," is literally a day to remember mixed with newfound glory put it together and this is what you get and to me that's like and i'm talking peak a day to remember like what is that song something something new jersey uh, new jersey yeah. iced tea yeah maybe new jersey legion iced tea new jersey legion i see thank you that song mixed with like sticks and stones era newfound glory put it together and you got this wonderful song by this really really good band a little bit of screaming a little bit of just like really hard hitting music with like imagine if newfound glory hit you hard over the face with the music. It's it's just really neat to listen to. And again, I'm really late to the scene on this band, but um, yeah, I just I, was, I, heard of I was just scrolling YouTube and uh, in my feed, because I follow fearless records, they posted the music video for this song. And like, I just clicked on it and there, there you go. Now I found a new band that I'm in love with. So chunk, no captain chunk is the name of the band. Really recommend them again. I'm new to them. You've probably heard them before. If you haven't, please check them out. Chunk. No, Captain Chunk. Those are our picks of the week. Let's get into trivia, Sam. It's six and a half for me, six for you. Uh, you go ahead and give me your question first. Yeah, let, let me give you this. I'll you, Greg. <laughs> 
What is the name of the woman Mario was attempting to save from the giant ape in the original Donkey Kong? Daisy. Incorrect. Pauline? Pauline. Yeah. Pauline. Duh. Why the fuck did I say Daisy? Like, you know, you ever say something and you just try to reach out and grab the invisible words and shove them back in your mouth? (laughs) I was like, like, you threw me because Daisy ain't even, it wasn't even one of my choices. Hmm. For some reason, I thought you were going to go to the GB, the original Game Boy game, Super Mario Land, and instead of Princess Peach, it's Princess Daisy that you have to save in that game. And for some reason, uh, when I got my mind on that track, I didn't even hear you say the question. I was like, there it is. Got it. Princess uh, Daisy. Uh, so that's why you heard me. And you already had your answer. That's why two seconds later, I said the right fucking answer of Pauline, because I know it's Pauline, and she's in Odyssey, and now she's a fucking player in Super Mario Golf Super Rush, and or Mario Golf Super Rush. Yeah, it's Pauline. I got it right, but I got it wrong. I don't get the point. <laughs> but like, if I just didn't say it so fast, this is why I do what I do and I talk through things because then I just word vomit the wrong yeah. answer when I know the right one. And I, I, I give you a second and okay. That's Whew. a point I'll, I'll I should I'll have. If take, I lose, it. I'm going back to this one. Like as the damn it moment that I, this is the turning point in our trivia challenge. Uh, here's my question to you. I said before the show, it's a little difficult, but I'm going to add a caveat in there. that's going to make it a little bit easier for you. Just a little. Okay. It, uh, it'll give you a 10%. No, wait, it'll give you one in 10 odds as opposed to one in an infinity. How many Nintendo switch games have sold over 20 million copies? It is less than 15. Say the question one more time. How many Nintendo Switch games have sold over 20 million copies? I sold over 20. Okay, so I definitely got Super Mario 2, 3. It is less than 15. Over 20. I think there's a lot. Do I just want to play it smart? Yeah, let me play it, try it smart just so I can try to tie it up. Oh, you want the answers? Yeah, yeah. Three, four, five, six. Shit, I was right there. Fuck. Uh, let's go four. The answer is six. God damn it. Can you give me any of them? Just as a fun Mario little aside. Mario Kart. There's one. Animal Crossing. There's two. Super Smash. There's three. You literally have them in order so far. Link. <laughs> There's four. You have them in order. Oh my God, I need you to do this. If you can uh, now five and six in order. Hold on, what are big Switch games that I'm, that I'm missing? Oh, uh, the others, um, god damn it. Uh, they just, they're making a sequel to it, right? Uh, no, uh, they are not. No? Is that the Super Mario one? But they're not making a sequel to that. Oh. But if you're, if, do you mean Super Mario Odyssey? Yeah, I do mean Odyssey. That is on the list, yes. And then the fifth one, you are going to kick yourself in the ass. This one's like the most obvious when you're talking to me. Pokemon? Yes. Sword and Shield. Sword and Shield. You had right. it, it if you, it's it's Mario Kart at 36 million, uh Animal Crossing at 33, Smash at 24, Breath of the Wild at 22, Pokemon at 21 and Mario. I'm, I'm at a jackass. Like I was going to say 7. I should have just said 6. Yeah. But then after 7 wasn't on on there, you threw me. I was, maybe maybe I, I was thinking too high. Damn, would I was you, I was I was close. I'll would, I'll take it. I'll take would, it. Would you believe that Super Mario Party is the 7th best-selling Switch game of all time? Like that's, that's what 15 know, that's 15 million copies. That's more than like any PS4 or Xbox One exclusive 
That's but nuts true. to me. That, Sad Super but true. Mario fucking party. Good game. I mean, I own it. We played it together, but yeah, we did. That just blew my mind, and I really wanted to just to ask you that question because I thought it would be fun. But yeah, six games sold over twenty million copies. That's just bonkers. So let's get into it. It's still six and a half to six. Should be seven and a half to six, but I blew it like a sucker. That's okay <laughs> because we got a review for a movie I've been looking forward to watching. Uh, it's free on Disney Plus by the time you're hearing this, and it's called Luca. Before I read oh. this, oh, it drops on Friday. Yeah, yeah. Before I read Friday. this, Sam, uh, do you have any interest in watching Luca? One hundred percent. This is on my list. Yeah, me too. All right, you ready? This, this is when the water splashes on him, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yep, yep. a dragon based in Italy. Luca is an enjoyable, sun-drenched summer flick about adolescence and independence. Its serene animation style defies Pixar's typically photorealistic approach with a few particularly striking sequences inspired by Hayao Miyazaki. Uh, Hayao? Hayao? I don't remember. You know who Miyazaki is. I believe he's Studio Ghibli. Uh, But Luca is ultimately hamstrung by a lack of depth in its storytelling and its character development. Uh, It kept it from standing up to Pixar's stellar storytelling reputation. Seven? Yes. Okay, that's 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 solid. That's all I wanted. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's probably going to be like an hour thirty, hour forty movie in and out. Like I'm good with that. Yeah, and free on Disney Plus for a film I'd have to pay fifteen bucks to not go see in the theater. Well, like, be, I'm all about because that. wasn't it when it first was released? Wasn't it with that thirty dollar premium? No, it was actually announced for theaters, but then they quickly realized that they announced it during COVID, and COVID was not going to just go away. Like. Uh, uh, oh, I, th- I thought it was on the thirty dollars service at first, and then just like eventually, other movies will be like you know. I, I guess no, I was they they just went right to free for this one. So really excited for that, and uh, you know, I, I don't know how well the thirty dollars thing is doing. I don't know how many people saw Cruella for thirty dollars, but you know, I guess. I, I mean, I would assume a lot if they're already getting a sequel. Well, I don't know. The, the it was open in theaters too, so maybe that had a smidgen to do with it too. And I, we'll see with Black Widow too. I'm the more the closer we get to Black Widow, the and the more I'm just home. The more I'm like, do I should I just drop it and like, you know, just deal with it and watch Black Widow because, you know, we what, don't go miss to theaters. You're saying no, no, like pay thirty bucks. I don't know. It'd be cheaper than going to the theater. So that's that's just how I'm looking at it. Yeah, but, for you, for you, yeah. Well, I'm fat. So, yeah, <laughs> he could just sneak food in. I, yeah, but I want pretzel bites and an icy. I can't sneak that. Oh, there's tough. $13 that, on a good day. If it's on sale, like <laughs> pretzel bites, you go, on, if you go on a Tuesday, pretzel, <laughs> pretzel bites are like eight bucks. I don't even get the cheese. So I actually overpay for the pretzels because I don't use the cheese and they still charge you the same damn price. So hold but, the cheese. Can I get a discount? That's that, you know, Chick-fil-A does that. I get a sandwich, no lettuce, no tomato minus 30 cents right off the bat. You know, like that's the I way it should it's be. It's the little things. If you get no cheese at uh, Dunkin' Donuts, if you get a bacon, egg, and cheese, but no cheese, and you order it through Grubhub, they charge you money to not get cheese. I that's just want to point that out. That's why I will never use Grubhub for dunks again. I did it one time, but never will again. It's across the street from my house. You guessed it. That's crazy to me. Ten cents to not have cheese on something. Like fuck you. <laughs> but then you could charge to to eat semi healthy. Charge <laughs> to try to eat a little bit healthier. Like screw that. Aquaman. This is big news. Like big, big, big news. 
Um, but not really much of a conversation we could have around it without spoiling the first movie. So we'll kind of just keep it at a base level discussion around Aquaman 2 has its title reportedly revealed. I mean, James Wan, I believe, was sitting at a desk. He took a photo and it said the 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 uh, the title right there, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Uh, what do you think about this? Yeah, I think he put it on his Instagram or something like that with his director's chair or something like that. I mean, I, I think that's a perfect title for an Aquaman movie. Make, it makes sense. Just hope, hopefully we get more Ocean Master. I'm sure we'll get more Black Manta. There were, we rumors, get- there were rumors of a villain that we didn't want to run with because they were from a very unreliable source. But Yeah, so, we, you know, we won't say that. Um, you know, will other, you know, will Flash or some other DC heroes or more villains crossover? Is Amber Heard coming back as Mera? Or is you got to think be- that. You got to think, right? Yeah, well, because, you know, I know they had she had the drama with, with Johnny Depp, and I, I don't know if they were going to drop her or not. But, you know, if they keep her, they keep her. Um, I know it's scheduled to what? I think it's December 2022. It's supposed to come out. Mm-hmm. And hey, it's good to see that James wants back to, you know, directing the sequel. I, I thought the first one was like forgettable in that. I don't really know what I, I, I do. Honestly, I, I think Aquaman's like better than people give it credit for. Like they had some awesome visual, visual effects. And I, I, there was just some of the scenes, the fight, the fight sequence with uh, Ocean Master and Aquaman. Like I, I thought it was absolutely brilliant. I don't disagree. I just literally forget what happened. Um, I don't remember. There was a big the battle. He won. Giant monster. There, beat everything. A, the trench, right? Like they were going to do a spinoff of yeah, that. Yeah, with the trench and all the creatures and the, there. And that, with, got, his, that got canceled. Was. Yeah, the, the trench got shit canned. The, uh, the, the, the spinoff film. but we're Because st- that was going to be like a horror film. And James Wan was actually had his hand in that. Yeah. I believe. But this is an, a, an apt title for this film. Uh, it's again, it's a long ways off. They're just getting production, but now we know, unlike the legend of Zelda, uh, we, we actually know the title for this movie. So I'm really looking forward to that. I think that'll be a movie like I'll rewatch Aquaman, Aquaman's all over HBO max and stuff like that. So I'll rewatch Aquaman at some point beforehand. Cause I'll tell you, he was much better in the Snyder cut than he was in the Whedon cut, which was the last um, impression I have of him. So, yeah, I mean, I was going to, I think everyone was better in the Snyder cut than the, <laughs> the, the, the Joss cut. Uh, can confirm. Yeah, can confirm. Yeah, just yeah, I got it. I'm not going to make a bad joke. Mortal Kombat Legends Battle of the Realms, which is a sequel to last year's Scorpion's Revenge, the animated project, has been announced to drop this summer. Scorpion's Revenge, a good, not great movie, kind of retold the same story for the hundredth time, but this has potential since it's a sequel to that. Are you looking forward to this? Yeah, I mean, I still like the first Scorpion movie. I thought it was good. Very right, exactly. Good, not action. great. Good, not great. That's where I was. It, it's good to see that. You know, obviously people bought it, rented it, whatever, to, to warrant a sequel. It is but on did, HBO Max, so they probably got a lot of streams from that. Did, when did the, they say it's going to be based happened. with Scorpion again? A lot. Uh, the it's not going to be uh like on his story, no. But all the cast is back. Like Joel McHale is back as Johnny Cage, and uh, the whoever played Sonya, I can't remember. She's back, so it's going to be the same cast. But they haven't really released a plot summary yet. Um, I mean, like I mean, Battle the of tongue- the Realms is kind of yeah. Obvious. It sounds like tournament s. So I'm all for that. So yes, this will be a day one Blu-ray buy for me. I'm really. I'm. This will be a day one HBO Max watch for me. Whenever that day will come, I, it might even come day and date. I don't know. I would be shocked if this goes right to HBO Max and like out on Blu-ray. I, I mean, like now the game's changed, so it's like you know, we, same so day as Blu-ray as HBO Max. Why not? 
we're seeing those double A movies now get announced straight to HBO Max. Yeah. Like, was it Batgirl, I think, and um, yeah. Blue Beetle. HBO Max. Yep. So, you know what I mean? That's not a bad home for these. I think the animated Mortal Kombat and, and the live action. is perfect for us. Like, we, we for love For real, that. yeah. I think, the, I think the live action Mortal Kombat movie gave us all kind of that jolt into the back into the franchise. So, and an animated movie that they've already been working on, you know, obviously that is like, that probably gave that such a height and, and like bump in ratings just because people like search for mortal Kombat on HBO max and they see all the available content. Like, Oh, what's this? Let me check it out. Oh, and it turns out to be actually more story than the live action gave us. I mean, I would still take the live action movie. I, I actually liked it a lot more than a lot of folks, but um, yeah, I I'm in on this. Anything with MK on it, you know, I'm in. Yeah, 100%. Kevin Bacon. This is cool. Kevin Bacon has been cast as the main villain in the Toxic Avenger reboot. I love the Toho. No, it's not Toho. Oh, my God. I can't think of the company. The Toxic Avenger movies, the shitty ones from the 80s. Like, I know we we talked about that on this show, and you said you weren't really a fan, nor did you really um, uh, really know much about it. Yeah, the, I I never you know read the read the comic or or watched that that movie, but I yeah. I know it has a cold following. I mean, it, it's good to see Kevin Bacon in like another kind of comic book thing since he was in X Men, and now to see him in this, it, it's it's good to see Kevin Bacon. Guy's been in everything. Yeah, Lloyd Kaufman created him. I'm trying, damn dude, I'm trying to remember the um, the uh, name of the production company. It's bo- it's bothering the hell out of me. Um, but I'm not going to like go too nuts for it, but what's his face is in it too. Of what? Uh, Toxic, Toxic Avenger. Yeah. I can't think of like the name of the studio, the, the movie studio that it was released under trauma, trauma, not Toho. Yeah. Trauma. Trauma entertainment. That's right. Trauma. Uh, Peter Dinklage is in this too. So, uh, Peter Dinklage, Kevin Bacon, like it's already turning out to be a really solid cast. I'm really, really excited for it. I think with today's technology, he could look even better. It you know, better look better. Well, I don't know if you, if you watch that. There's some really good effects for a 1984 B movie. Like this is the budget was half a million bucks in 1984. So this is a, this has hope, I think. Um, and if Kevin Bacon, I don't think Dinklage is playing Toxie. I don't think so. But I don't know. Maybe his little sidekick. That'd be sick. I don't mean little as in physically. All right, I'm moving on. Uh, Black Widow will hit the free version of Disney Plus. We talked about the $30 thing, actually. So it's a pertinent conversation. Shit, I forgot about this. I might actually just wait because it's going to hit Disney Plus for free on October 6th. We've already waited 14 years for this movie. What's another couple months? And and that's kind of why I was like, huh, you're going to pay 30 for this when we have this story coming up. Um, And I'm kind of in the same boat. Like this movie should have been out like 10 years ago. I mean, it's great that it's finally came out. I didn't realize that th- this movie had a two hundred plus million dollar budget, so of course this is why they're gonna they're gonna want this to to showcase in theaters because they want some money back. They dropped a lot of loot in this. Yeah, well, I mean, David Harbour's in it, so he's what one eighty by himself. Yeah, and it's a two hour and twelve minute movie, so it's a you know longer. I, they just, you know, they I, just I, released it, more footage of it. And it just did nothing for me. Yeah, like I again, like I, I don't need any more. I don't need to see any more behind the scenes. Like I felt like I've been. I watched this trailer for like three years. Yeah. yeah, I'm interested in it more now than I was because a, it's closer, so it's more of a reality, and b, it's just it's a Marvel movie. So, but like the yeah, premise and the, the premise and the footage just have not impressed me. I'm sure it'll come out. It'll be a solid seven or eight. Like that's just what we're in for right now. We're not. 
and, and be... that's that's really all it has to be. Just give her a nice little follow, you know, like a final like, little bail. You know, she got obviously she got paid for this movie. She got paid like twenty or twenty five million dollars, probably plus a back end deal. So you know, she she deserves it. She's played the role for ten plus years. This is really the return to theaters, though. This is the movie that is the first gigantic summer block. I mean, it should, it should have been Godzilla and Kong because that should have been like the big giant go see movie to see because that's like the one that I feel like should be seen in theaters. You're not wrong, but it came out just a couple of months early. Yeah, like no, just a couple true. of months. So, when, like, the, depending, maybe I go see this on a on a cheapo Tuesday night, just to you know, just for the pod, just to, you know, throw my two cents in. How crazy would that be if, uh, if to think about where we were, the, like, just theaters back in March when Kong came out, March thirty first, I think, even so, like, really late in March, and now it's only June, and now we're talking about theaters being a hundred percent with no masks. Just in a couple of months. Well, I mean, yeah, well, you know, we're in Philly now. The The mandate's lifted and we can go into stores kind of mask free. I ain't going to lie. It's kind of nice to walk in and not have a mask on. Yeah, I'm keeping mine on. Um, f- I'm keeping mine on because my wife cannot get vaccinated. So I just want to be extra, even though I am fully, I just want to be extra, extra cautious just for a couple more months. No, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't blame you there. And, and I think, and I tweeted this, and I think I'm going to stand by it is, even when this is fully behind us and life is the new norm, whatever it may be, I'm still going to wear my mask in the winter because this is the first winter. I didn't get sick once. I didn't even get a cough. Oh, it, it, and it just kept you just straight up warm. Like, like oh, does, my God, dude. I, I should have done this sooner. Bro, it totally does. You go outside in a cold day and you breathe. It's just nice. So It's, it's different even. I'm like, damn, I could wear this if I want to go pheasant hunting like, <laughs> in, in the winter. Like, seriously, I was like, I should have done this years ago. It's, it's not a bad thing. I was never anti-mask anyway. I'm totally for it. So um, I, I didn't get the sniffles. I didn't cough once this entire winter. So, like, from that perspective, you see why people in, like, the Asia's they wear them all the time just as a way not to contract germs. I said this on Twitter too is I was at the grocery store the other day. I think it was probably two weeks ago by now, maybe three weeks. And some woman just boom, snot rocket right into her hand and dove right back into the broccoli. I was like, I'm fucking out of here. Like this is <laughs> why I hated our country before uh, this whole thing is goddamn, dude. People, we live disgusting before all this. That's why you got to get stuff that's you know kind of in a container, not where people can just you know touch like that. Tomorrow and today, for the people listening to this, will be the first time Sam and I shake hands or fist bump or hug in a year and a half. I'm oh, finally man. going to see you where it won't be over six feet apart. I've only seen you twice in the last I know. year. And it, a half. Ain't that ain't that fucking nuts that we live so close together and it's been that damn long? And tomorrow, well, today again, the seventh, eighteenth of June will change all of that. Luca comes out. And me and Sam get to embrace. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and move furniture. And hopefully uh, Sixers will win game six. That's right. Our last story in movies. Hiroyuki, uh, I'm sorry. Hiroyuki Sanada. Uh, by the way, Scorpion from the new Mortal Kombat film has been cast in John Wick 4. Earlier I said Donnie Lee. <laughs> yeah, Donnie Lee. I almost choked on my water. That was but absolutely it, hilarious. But he adds to a star-studded cast. This just made this movie from a 10 to a 10 and a half for me on the hype scale. I, like I said, I feel like when when Donnie was cast, like this movie just kind of keeps getting better and better, and they add Sonata. I, like I'm like, what, what more could they offer me in this movie? They're having like all like my favorite actors that I'd love to see in martial arts and action movies, and to have them. I I really hope they're all boys, but he's probably the bad guy. It makes sense. Yeah, but either way, I'm all for it. Sonata, Donnie, McShane, 
Reeves. Like, what a star. No, I'm good. Oh, uh, don't forget. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne's coming That's back. That's right. Fishburne's coming back. There was another couple castings as well. So, like, we're we're really in for a wild ride for John Wick 4. Maybe Cummins shows back up. Last time we saw him, he had that knife in his chest. In oh, the, Jesus. In the, in the, uh, in what, the second one? Yeah. Or the first it was one? The se- it was, was it the first one? I thought it was the second one. No, it was the second one. It was the second one. Yeah. Let's move in to the television section where we got about a 45 or so second teaser trailer for Titan Season 3. Not only did we get a teaser trailer, but we got the release date for Season 3 and not just the first episode. You can look forward to the first three episodes of Season 3 coming August 12th to HBO Max. I I freaking love that. We know that I think this was delayed two or three times because of COVID. Uh, to hear that's it's all every I think season one and two are on HBO Max Correct. right now that you can yes. watch. Yes. And you know, it was only a little forty second teaser, but it kind of got you hype. All your favorites are coming back. Our girls coming back, Hawk and Dove. Um, they obviously teased Red Hood. They showed you Red Hood, you hear the Joker's laugh, they show you the crowbar. If you know that comic book story and or watched one or two of the animated movies, you know exactly what happens with that. And I, I absolutely cannot wait for this season. They're introducing some other heroes, some some other DC villains, and I'm, you know, still no sign for season four, four yet. So hopefully we get the the green light for that because I really want more of this story, more of these characters. The crazy thing is, it's less than two months, and the coolest part about that is, HBO Max is going to bring it a bigger audience than would ever have had on the DC Universe app. Just that's yeah, it. no. No, and and, it's, and that's the truth because it's not triple. everyone paid the extra to have DC Universe, Netflix, Amazon, and Hulu, and all these different services just to have everything on one HBO Max. Now it's becoming, you know, it's not on a Netflix level, but I mean, I, I think that they they've established themselves in their own right, and they're only going to continue to grow from here. And so you get, I mean, this is where DC's home is is coming. I mean, like everything DC related, obviously under the Warner Brothers banner, it's finding a home in HBO Max. Give me all the shows. Give me all the movies. I'm here for it. I mean, you got things were premiering on HBO Max first before the CW or, you know, hitting the CW and then the next day coming to HBO Max, like Superman and Lois, Stargirl, you know, Doom Patrol was the one of the first HBO Max originals, Doom Patrol season two. So and that feels oh, like forever ago, but it wasn't real quick. How about that little Stargirl tease? Yeah, we got that. I did. I not put that in here. No, Shit. You didn't. I did so not just, put that in yeah. the in the rundown, but it's on our Facebook page. So if you want to look at the Stargirl teaser as well for season two, that's available on our Facebook. So is the Titans trailer. So if you missed those, just go right to our Facebook. We and they gave you a little tease to kind of show you uh, Green Lantern's daughter and that yep. little fight scene. So she, I think she's going to look like a badass to have all the characters and see what kind of other new heroes and villains they kind of bring into the show. I, I can't wait. Long-time listeners have heard us say this before, but if you haven't yet, you have to watch Stargirl. What a pleasant surprise of a television show. Another show where you say, oh, Luke Wilson. Um, am, you know, am I just going to see old school? He's Amy smart, fantastic. Just Amy. like his brother, Owen Wilson. When you see him in Loki, you don't think he's going to, oh, it's Owen Wilson. But he's fantastic. When the Wilsons have a family party, they got to debate Marvel versus DC now. And it's like, whoa. Loki versus Star. Yo, they both got two kind of hit comic shows, so that, that's awesome. And it's and again, it's a sleeper darling of a show. You got to check it out. Star Girl's really, really good. Don't sleep on it. Uh, speaking of Loki and Owen Wilson, the premiere of Loki was one of the most watched things ever on Disney Plus, prompting Disney Plus to now change their new original shows from Fridays 
to Wednesdays now and, and it looks like at least for the summer, I would imagine longer. To me, it makes sense to do this for the summer because who the hell's home on a Friday night during the summer? I'm currently raising my hand, but uh, I think Wednesdays makes a lot of sense because who the fuck ain't home on Wednesdays? I, you and I talked about it. This is this is great news for us. Obviously, Wednesday is a better time for us to watch this. But you know, I, I've heard a little, you know, some gripe on on IGs, kind of stating like, I kind of like it on Fridays. Yeah, that's kind of when me and my family like to watch it. Now, when it drops on Wednesday, if I can't see it till Friday or Saturday, I have to be careful of spoilers because you know how people are. You know, people post spoilers on IG, on Twitter, Facebook, what have you. And, you know, I, I see his point, but it's like, you know, at, you know, like, like for us, Wednesdays work. It gives us time to see it. You know, Friday, we may be too busy or what have you. I'm all for this move. I see it. Right. I totally see it because Ashley and I had our Friday nights like it was whatever the Disney Plus show was. And then Shark Tank like that was our Friday night. Every night book it while Shark Tank was at least on right now. It's in between seasons. But the point stands of Friday night is our big TV show night. And we looked forward to that. And so I get that. But my, my advice to you would be create a new tradition. I know if, especially if you have kids, Friday nights are a lot different than the weeknights with school. I totally, totally understand that. But again, it, it makes financial sense because there are just more seats at home, especially during the summer. So you can't fault them from a business perspective and selfishly for us, what we normally do is when a show dropped on Friday, we record on Thursday nights. So when Sam and I give our impressions of an episode, that episode not only is six days old, but by the time you hear our impressions, the new one was already out. So you're hearing our impressions of an episode that was a week behind. Now we get to watch it on Wednesday, talk about it on Thursday, release it on Friday. That's 48 hours for you to watch it. So you get the impressions hot off the presses of the brand new stuff. To me, it works totally yeah. better for this pod. Yeah, we're, we're getting old. We're forgetful. So when we wait that long, we forget some good details. Yo, for real. We have <laughs> we've recorded episodes where we have a nice discussion, Game of Thrones, whatever, um, even like WandaVision. And I'd listen to it back or I'd, shit, totally forgot to bring up that really important point. Or somebody would point it out to us on in our DMs. Uh, you know that, and or if you, you have, say such and shots, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or you know, and by the way, we are wide open for DMs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. If you ever want to connect with us, we're so open. We love it. We answer all of them. We always Slide do. On in, yeah, we do it for you guys. So I like the move, and it makes sense financially. So uh, look forward to that. I would imagine shows like Big Shot that already released on Fridays will continue that. There's only one episode left in the season, but like moving forward, you know, Hawkeye, What If. Things like that will drop on Wednesdays, and, and again, I like that. WitchCon has been announced for July 9th as an online celebration of the game and the Netflix series. I thought I cared. I just don't. Now, it, was this about The Witcher? It is. Witcher is WitchCon, yes. I mean, I, I guess it's bigger than I thought that it deserves its own little stay of celebration. Well, The Witcher 3 is just... One of the biggest games of the last two decades. So maybe they announced Witcher 4? No. <laughs> no chance. CD Projekt Red is is hurting. Just checking. Just checking. It's hurting. That cyberpunk stuff, man. And we got a cyberpunk story tonight, if you still remember remember cyberpunk. You, you um, know, like that, that's so funny. Like I feel like it, it had this huge buildup, and then it came out, and then it just fell off a cliff. I'm staring at my physical steelbook copy of it right now, and I regret spending the seventy dollars for it. I am mad that I bought that game. Just mad at it. It's so it's so mediocre. Is like 
I would say it's a little even below mediocre. I'm at like a two out of five. I remember first looking at the trailer and I was I was interested. I remember watching the the 47 minute gameplay. I was interested and then seeing more stuff and I just it's a it's a shame that the 47 minute gameplay they gave us is nothing like the real game. Nothing. Seriously, and and all the gameplay that I have watched, it's like I, I I've seen horrible glitches. I've seen the gameplay. I've seen the action. It's just not for me. I'm glad I saved the seventy dollars. And even the style, well, it's only sixty. They don't have a PS5 version yet. I'm sure that'll get delayed till 2027. Um, we'll, we'll we'll talk about Cyberpunk in a few minutes when we get there. But yeah, CD Projekt Red is still hurting. They got the internal breach uh, of all their security yeah, yeah. stuff like that. If that's even real, not just you know, not saying anything definitive, but that might be a really nice way for people to be. Oh, but CD Projekt, look at that. You know, you never know. Uh, but they're hurting for a squirting, so I don't see what your four happened for at least, I would say, six to seven years, if ever. Ouch. Um, but The Witcher's getting its season two drop on, on in July, so that's kind of where it's at is, hey, let's get everybody to watch this show that kind of underperformed. It's coming back. It's got Henry, but oh, by the way, remember the game? The game's great. Let's just kind of put two and two together, yeah. even though the show is based on the books and not the game. Uh, there's always that. They have nothing to do with each other. But this is something I'm fucking out, out, no chance. Uh, Castlevania on Netflix isn't dead after all. There will be a new series that they talked about. We also we speculated Devil May Cry, but it turns out it's going to be a new Castlevania series set in 1792 France, starring Richter, my favorite Belmont of all the Belmonts, including even Simon. I love and, and he's he and he's the son of uh, Trevor and, and Sophie, right? Yeah. And again, this is music to my ears. I'm so happy we're kind of staying in this kind of universe. We're we're getting more episodes, and I also still hope that we get that Devil May Cry show. So does that mean we get both? It's not off the table because Castlevania. They just got to run with that train, man. It's so big, and everybody loves it, and it's so stellar. I Why not like, continue it? No, no, I I agree 100. percent I just get nervous not hearing anything about Devil May Cry for a, a little bit of time. It, it it just makes me nervous. I wouldn't worry. Devil May Cry is in a fine position. Six is in development. I'm I'm almost positive of it based off of what I'm seeing. Um, being yeah, I'm, years I'm, and years I'm, away, but I I'm I'm hoping a 2022 release. Not even a chance of that. Like early 2023. Man, thanks for shitting my cereal. Sorry, my friend, but earliest 23, probably late 23, early 24. But uh, you you know. Again, we'll you know we can talk about that another day, but yeah. um, I think that that show is still a possibility. But if you are like me, a Simon guy, like I grew up with Simon, everybody. If you Richter's in the old NES games, but if you want a newer look at Richter and familiarize yourself with him, he's actually in Smash Bros. So Simon Belmont was the main character announced for Smash Bros. But he got an Echo Fighter in the game, and that Echo Fighter is Richter. You can play as both. So if you want to, if you have Smash Bros. Um, you can actually play as Richter Belmont. You can kind of get a feel for his character before the show. Ah, that's awesome. Let me take over in gaming. We'll start it off with our favorite. We got Maze and PD. And you said earlier, I hope it's not a Nintendo fest. Um, it's all Nintendo. Um, well, you I count. Mean, I, I can't keep count. So you count. There's 20 games. You count. And, and and let's be honest, you know, PlayStation hasn't had anything really to come out that's too big. And I, I think everyone's kind of been quiet, really, except for Nintendo, right? I mean, we have mm, Ratchet, Ratchet well, and Clank. It's, I don't think it's been enough time. Uh, well, Ratchet and Clank released in June. So, yeah, so there you go. but uh, they do have Returnal. That's true. Re- they have Returnal. Returnal is on the list, by the way. So there oh, is a PlayStation one. exclusive. Okay, um, I'll keep count. 
Nothing Xbox. Oh, no, no. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Number 20, Days Gone. And that's probably because of the PC release. Um, and it just Makes sense. brought the game. So it brought Bend and PlayStation so much money recreating that and re uh, releasing it on PC. Number 19, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Number 18, that's one. Number 18, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Number 17, Monster Hunter Rise. That's already Monster three out of four. Okay, so monsters on there. Gotcha. Yeah. Number 16, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Number 15, Biomutant. That is multiple consoles. That is uh, multi-plat. Number 14, it takes two. Two million copies for a fucking indie game. I love it. Give me all of it. Uh, that is multi-plat as well. Number 13, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Number 12, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. Number 11, love to see this. Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales. Number hey. th- yeah, there you go. Number ten, <laughs> Call of Duty Modern Warfare, aka the one that came out in 2019. Damn, two-year-old game for gosh sakes. It's almost like GTA Five is uh, back on the list. It's not. I number- wouldn't go that far. <laughs> it's not. Number nine, Minecraft. Number eight, Animal Crossing: New Horizons. Number seven, Returnal. Number six, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. Number five, Mortal Kombat Eleven. Nice. Number four, new Pokemon Snap. Gotta love it. Came out in April, too. Uh, Number three, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Number two, MLB The Show 2021. And number one, Grand Theft Resident Evil Village. Yeah, I was like, yeah, get the (laughs) hell out of here. I think I believe that's eight Nintendo games. Uh, Exclusive, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight. Yes. Yeah. Wow. That's impressive. Eight out of 20. That's impressive. That's exactly. Ha- nope. Nope. I added one more. I was going to say, that's exactly how many switch games I currently have pre-ordered on Amazon, but I actually, yeah, I, I saw your, I saw your snap and I was like, he's out of his mind. Oh, I actually have nine now. Cause I, uh, picked up, I forgot that I had to order the double pack for BDSP, which I guess you could say is 10 since it's diamond and pearl. And then I didn't get, I'm getting Mario Party as well and Super Monkey Ball. So I have to add those. They just weren't available yet. So all in all, I will have 12 games pre-ordered by the end of the week. Jeez, the you're, you're a savage, bro. Well, dude, it's, I'm a gamer. That, that, you're, you're like you're you're having like a, a gaming like a, a, having a gaming year and I'm having just like no year for gaming. Well, a lot of these come out in 22, to be fair, like Breath of the Wild 2 yeah. still doesn't have a date and stuff like that. And that's one. Yeah. Um but at the same time, we'll talk a lot about that in our bonus E3 episode. Make sure to check that out in your feeds free right now. We drop them simultaneously. Um, but it's just a good time to be a gamer because this is a great this is a great time right now to go through your backlog, um, finish it out. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm, I'm actually playing through – I stopped halfway through and I never realized why. I'm replaying through Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, the remake. Um and it's just so good that I don't know why I ever stopped. So it's a really fun little Switch title that I'm playing through in my spare time, whatever that's called. Uh, but yeah, uh, there's your May NPD best-selling games of May. The Switch uh, won again, so it's 36 or 32 straight months now where it's the number one selling console. I personally think PS5 would be there for the last two or three months if people found it uh, regularly. But again, they didn't. So. I just saw probably too late now, but I know Walmart had some online PS5s probably gone now, but if not, worth a check. 
uh, GameStop, Walmart, Target, and Best Buy all got a big shipment in post E3 because they realized the hype would be there. So yeah, a lot of places got them in. I'm currently on the hunt for a Series S, and I just want to take a quick pause, and I want to thank one of our listeners. I won't give him a name because that's I don't want to give too much information uh, out, but he reached out when he heard I was looking for a Series S and offered to sell me his. And I just want to say thank you so much. You know exactly who you are. You listen to the show regularly. And it was a very, 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 very fair price, um, especially because it would have come with two controllers. I just don't need two controllers, and I'm not in a super rush to get one. Uh, so I'm just going to wait until I can just find one new eventually. Like I said, I'm just in no rush. But I am definitely, definitely, definitely getting an Xbox Series S so I can get Game Pass because just you'll hear it in our bonus episode. Yeah, oh yeah. I know you're going to fangirl out. 27 out of 30 games available for Game Pass day one just in that conference, like just like blows my mind. So uh, definitely on the hunt. I want to thank again, our listener who reached out and said, Hey, do you want my series S very fair price? Appreciate you so much. And thank you. So back to the stories, star Wars, Jedi fallen order shadow drops. It's PS five and Xbox series X and S versions for free. Well, no, well, yeah, you're right. Like if you already own the PS four or Xbox one version, you upgrade for free. Obviously, the 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 if you buy it natively, it'll cost whatever it costs 50, 60, 70. I don't know. But yeah, dude, I have it for PS4, so I get the upgrade for free. That's what Borderlands did. That's what uh, any game worth its salt is doing, except for Tony Hawk, which charges you 10 bucks. Like, are you serious, Activision? That's a bunch of bullshit. It's the reason why I took that game off of my hard drive and will not download it because. I want to play it on my PS5. I don't want to play the PS4 version. I don't want to pay ten more dollars. That's bullshit. That's just, it's bad. It's stupid. I'm, I'm ranting now. But if you have Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order already, it's a good game. I wouldn't say it's great. Uh, go check it out for free to upgrade to the PS5 or Series S. Uh, I'm sorry, the Series X or S versions. We mentioned it earlier. Cyberpunk is coming back to the PlayStation Store. Six months almost to the day. Like that's crazy. That just. You know how much that fucked their sales? Like, oh my god. Six months? Off of the number one console to buy it on? Like, geez Louise. I mean, better late than never, but that, they that, had, that just shows how many issues that game has. So they, well, they had Stadia sales. They had, uh, you know, Steam and, and PC sales. They had physical PlayStation 4 copies. They had the Xbox Store. They had physical Xbox. So there were plenty of places and ways to get the game. But if you remember back almost immediately after it came out, they said in the first week or two weeks or three weeks, it shipped 17 million copies. So like we know at least it did around that number, which is monstrous. It's a huge, and they refunded a a boatload, right? You're absolutely right. And so, and, and PlayStation said, no, 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 you're not going to play it on our, you're not going to be able to download it digitally on our store uh, in the state that it's in. And they just released a new patch that made it better to play on console, but it's still a mess. But good for um, good for PlayStation. Like I, I, I think that that kind of probably took, had to take like just to stand up and say, I, I, your product's not ready. We don't want it. I here's what I personally think. I think they just didn't want to deal with refunds. They That's would a just good say, point. Fuck okay, it. yeah, that, but it makes sense do, though. It makes sense. They have a very strict policy, and so why would they break it and then have like that creates loopholes? That creates a lot of just like baggage. Then you could just say, fuck it. They're doing well enough. Do we yeah, really want that bad PR? And if you want to play it on PlayStation, you can. You just got to buy it physical, which, listen, the last time I went to a store that sold video games in it, there was a bunch of copies. So you are easily able to get your hands on it. Um, boy, howdy. What I tweeted it out, I think maybe even earlier today or yesterday, just like, do you remember Cyberpunk? Like This thing was 
seven years of development hype and it just is dead already. It's gone. And like shame on us for talking about it again. It's just don't bother. Just don't bother. Somebody offers it to you as something to eat off of as a plate. You say maybe, but if like, depending what the food is, if you are going disc golfing and you don't have a disc, maybe take your cyberpunk game and use it. That's what I would say. It's just so meaty ochre. It, I, I'm telling you, it would, it would have been one of my game of the year choices last year. Maybe over, no number three over Skater XL if it just wasn't an RPG. Why did you shoehorn in bullshit mechanics that you weren't very good at? I didn't think they were enjoyable at all. Give me a first person, open world, just explore crazy, awesome city because the world was gorgeous. If you didn't just shoehorn in these RPG elements and be able to customize the size of my Winky. I don't need that. Why would I do that? Like, I, it just it blew my mind at the the shit they focused on when they could have just made a good game and they didn't. They went for the thing, they missed the thing, and now they're paying for it financially and their reputation is shot. Everybody, you're better off forgetting. But if you are itching and interested and for some reason can't find a physical copy and you own a PlayStation, it is now back on the store so you can go play it. On to better news. Pokemon finally gave us an update on Pokemon Unite. And it is the big MMO they announced last year when everybody thought they were going to announce uh, Diamond and Pearl remakes or Let's Go Johto. Remember last year they held a Presents in June that announced Snap and all this cool stuff. And then they said, oh, by the way, we have another one next week. And we were freaking out and we speculated on this show. And I was texting you like, he's got plushies in the background. It's Let's Go Johto. Yeah. And then it turned out to be Pokemon Unite. And it's the most disliked video on the Pokemon's YouTube channel in their history. Uh, it's like eight to one dislikes, like hundreds of thousands of dislikes. It's crazy. And I, I think if they just would have shadow dropped this announcement on Twitter one day, people would have been more receptive. But because it was the one more thing a week later after Snap and everybody speculated and it just wasn't what we had wanted – it definitely got a little bit of a brunt, but now they came back. They showed us a CG trailer with some gameplay at the end, not too, too much gameplay, maybe 20 or 30 seconds, but it's an MMO. You know, you're thinking you're, you know, your wows and leagues of legends and all that, but with Pokemon, it's a cool little concept. It is coming to the switch in July and coming to mobile in September. Now I believe there is cross play between the two and I think it's free to play. If it's free to play, I'm in. I'm going to try it. I will hate it. I've never liked MMOs, but I'm going to try something that's free. No problem. And that's probably where I'm at. Hey, I might like it for a couple of weeks and just never play never it again. Play it again, yeah. <laughs> like Knockout City and stuff like that. But like, that's where I'm at. I'll give it a shot. I can already tell you, MMOs is not my thing. I'm not... I. The Switch app is horrible to communicate over, and that's a game where you must communicate with your teammates, and I don't have friends. So for a very little bit of voice communication, and things, it's going to probably not be my cup of tea, but if you were looking forward to this, you can finally play it on Switch this July. Don't got a day yet, but we do have the, 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 uh, the month. Microsoft will be bringing Series X games to the Xbox One. But not via backwards compatibility, like you would think. Ah. Wasn't that, actually, like the, wasn't that like their own like their whole shtick? But this is even cooler. This is cooler. Backwards. It's actually technically it's forwards compatibility because you're bringing new games to an old console, not old games to a new console. So technically it's forward compatible. But it's actually they're going to do it through XCloud. They're going to do it through streaming. You're going to be able to uh, 
get your Xbox One and download the cloud version of these new games and play them with all the graphical fidelity that they carry on the Series S and X. But on your one, you just have to have a strong enough internet connection. Like, what a brilliant. That's freaking awesome. What a brilliant use of technology. Oh, got got to hand it to Microsoft. When you got fuck you money like that, you can do cool shit. Like, (laughs) it's just so cool. And I, and I commend Microsoft for doing it. I obviously sold both my Xbox ones, like I've said before, and I'm on the hunt for a new You'll one. You'll get another one. You'll, you'll give you time, brother. The Series S, whenever, it, you know, I have my Twitter follows on the alerts pages for stock, you know, updates and stuff. I'm good. It'll. I'm thinking by the end of uh, maybe this summer, I'll probably, I'll probably have one. Xbox Design Labs is back. You can now, for the new gens, the S and the X, create your own controller again. I love that. That was one of my favorite features of last generation for Xbox. Whatever color combination you want, you could get it uh, customized with words. You could do different grips. You could do different D-pads. You literally create your own controller, but it didn't launch with the Series X and S, and now you can. Oh, my God, dude. Flyers colors, Phillies colors, Dream colors, tie-dye, whatever you want to do. You want to inscribe it something like, you know, Sam hates Xbox. Boom! Right, right on the controller. I don't hate Xbox, but th- that is a freaking great idea to be able to do that. I wish I, PlayStation did that. I, I maybe Microsoft has it patented of like customizable. I, I just I don't think that that's even patentable. But uh, if PlayStation did something like that for the, especially for the DualSense with all the cool features that it has, that would just be a money maker instead of that ugly red that we got. And and, and actually. The, the black one's really cool, but like Xbox, you can just do whatever you want, create whatever colors you want. And I believe that even comes down to the rubber on the analog sticks. You can actually customize the color of those too. Yeah. I remember seeing, uh, what, what's the one guy, um, boss logic. He did a devil make like a mock-up of a devil may cry for the PS, you know, the PS five controller. And I was like, God damn it. If they did it, that's the exact color scheme. I do. <laughs> Last story we have in gaming, Facebook is putting ads into the Oculus games. Hey, let's pay two or $300 for an Oculus so I can finally play VR. Awesome. Oh, this Just game's so see. cool. Uh, we'll be back in 30 seconds. Like that, dude, that, that, that really sucks, man. Like, that, I don't want to see no Facebook shit. No, it, it, no, just like Facebook owns Oculus. So it's that it's they're just the parent company. They're just adding ads. Just just more ways for them to make money. But here's the biggest problem, like and the creepiest part about this to me. So number one, after you pay hundreds of dollars for your own headset, you should never, ever, ever once be subjected to an ad. NBA 2K tried this and they got ripped apart. Maybe it was NBA Live. I can't remember. They got ripped apart. You don't add ads to something you pay for. That's why I'm pissed off at Twitch and don't use it anymore because even though I would subscribe to a page or a, a YouTube or a, a Twitch channel. I would still get ads and it's like, fuck you. I pay this person five bucks a month. I don't want ads. That's a bunch of bullshit. So if I'm going to be playing games in the middle of my game, you're going to put an ad in there. Oh, even if it's during a loading screen, like that's a bunch of trash monkey horse doo-doo. And that totally eliminates me ever. Getting, I don't care anymore. Like that's fucked up. But the weirdest part is they're gonna pull the data for your ads to make them smart ads based on your Facebook page. Wow, 
That sucks. And it's more than that. Like it, this is more paraphrasing. Go read art. You just Google oh, yeah, it. You yeah. can read more articles about the types of ads and things like that and like where they'll be. And But like the fact that you're even introducing that into a multiple hundred dollar paid product, people that will break my immersion in a heartbeat. And VR is built on immersion. Yeah, I mean, I was never probably going to ever get the Oculus anyway. If I ever thought about this is another reason just to kind of, I'm staying away. Yeah, for me, I mean, like, if I get a VR, it'll be next year's. They were saying holiday 2022 for the PSVR 2. I'll probably get that since I have the PS5 and it would just work so nice together. But, like, Oculus is getting Resident Evil 4 VR and it's exclusive. So, like, I I don't know, maybe it's timed and maybe it eventually will come to other places. But I'm just not a VR gamer. If I was, I'd probably go PSVR. Um, strictly for the convenience itself anyways but yeah just if you're an oculus gamer be on the lookout for that and if you are and if you see ads please let us know dm us you know text whatever if you know us personally just let us know are they intrusive do they just pop up in the middle of your game is it during loading screens Uh, you know i i really want to know because i think this is horrible horrible customer experience sam let's end it off hit us with your cgc tcg cgc tcg spotlight this week is Typhlosion. Whoa, hell yeah. From Neo Genesis First Edition. This came out in 2000. Um, This is a CGC 8.5 near mint to mint plus. Um, This has a 10 at centering. Absolute beautiful centering. I I think, do my Charizard have a 10? This may be the only card I have a 10 on it. Surface, I have an 8. Corners, I have a 9. Edges, I have an 8.5. Um, again, for every beginning Pokemon, I was always fired. Got Charmander. Cyndaquil was my first one to get Typhlosion, first edition. I remember having this card growing up as a kid. And I, I again, I, that's everything. Every old Pokemon, all this stuff is, for me at least, is nostalgia. Growing up watching the cartoon, never really battling with the cards. I was more Yu-Gi-Oh, like I said before. But again, I, I absolutely love these CGC cases. Nice and sturdy. Got in a little sleeve to you know, help protect it again. Um, again, there's CGC still, there's no pop report yet on their cards. Hopefully soon. I don't think we'll get that till 2022, but I looked up P- PSA's pop report. There's a total of 757 total graded. There's actually one, one out there. I, I, I don't know why they, they send that in to get graded. That that's beyond me. There's Somebody two- took a bite out of it. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't even know why you'd even send that card. I think that's something you just, you know, throw in a case, throw it in a binder or something and let go. But again, I understand maybe it meant something to someone. I don't want to, you know, shit on no one's parade here. Uh, there was two threes, 10 fours, 19 fives, 27 sixes, 57 sevens, 134 eights, 411 nines, and 96 tens out there. Now, for the ones in, in Neo Genesis, you know, you had the two two uh, alternate arts of Typhlosion. You had the one where it's like, it's almost like he's looking like he's giving you the fist. Mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. I, I don't have that one. That's obviously the one that's worth you know a little bit more money than this one is. I'd say this card's probably in like the probably four or five hundred dollar range, depending what you ask. I'm probably gonna wind up throwing this one up for sale, just because you know I, I only I only want to probably have a few cards. Some of the you know the, like the collectibles, you kind of buy a couple things, you sell some stuff off, you kind of make the hobby pay for itself, and you know, the money here either I go in the comics or I go in the games or something like that. So I know you always see YouTube videos where, you know, let the hobby buy itself. And this is one of those rare occasions, but that's your CGC spotlight Typhlosion first edition, new Genesis. That is it. That is a short and sweet episode, ladies and gentlemen, but we got two for you. So yeah, we are here for an hour tonight. 
But we got another one coming, our E3 recap, which I would assume is going to be longer. Uh, who knows? But a nice, tidy 60-minute episode. I appreciate these types of episodes, man. Get your news and get on with your day. Exactly. Short and sweet. And then there's the bonus one for you if you want to continue listening. Yeah, everybody. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Go check out the bonus E3 recap episode. Go back and listen to the predictions if you want to hear what we got right and wrong. Uh, But I am so excited to do this bonus, everybody. Thank you so much for hanging out. We will see you next week for episode 242. Now let's go move some furniture. I'm psyched.